going to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do, and saying no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666. You can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. The Bible tells us that knowledge shall what? Increase in the last days. Folk going to get too smart for their own good. Doc, don't you want to serve the Lord? Well, at first I got to know what color he is. You crazy. But you need to know what color your boss was before you got hired. You didn't even care. You needed a job. Are you worried about the color of Jesus, but your boss can be whatever? An uh, alien can hire me. I mean, a talking squirrel. I don't care. Does he, I mean, is he paying? He can scratch my name on all the checks. Is he paying? <laughs> when it comes to the Bible and the Lord, we got to be the lost blacks, the lost chosen people. Man, I, that's the last thing I feel like in America is chosen. Wearing the jewelry, got pyramids on every finger and, and, and <laughs> naked behinds all over your house, statues of black. <laughs> Man, you worried about the wrong thing. I need Jesus to save my soul, amen, and change my red blood. Is blood red? That's all I'm, that's all I'm concerned about, the color of the blood. But the Bible tells us that knowledge shall increase in the last days. And folks get knowledge and crazy. Then they start naming their kids old weird stuff. What's your daughter's name? Oh, her name is Maktan. Dude, what is that? Oh, that was an Egyptian pharaoh's great-granddaughter. That, that, you know, she's the one that showed them how to use the water in the Nile for, 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 and get it purified. And What? How do you even spell that? You got a, you got a smack in it? How you spell that? <laughs> too, too much knowledge. Too much knowledge. Kids skipping school because of the roll call. I don't even want, I don't want to be in there for a roll call. I'm coming to class that late every day. I don't want to teach you how to try to say my name. Where's, oh my goodness, I don't even know how to say this. This same knowledge will challenge people's beliefs and cause them to desire to know more than what they believe. Did you hear that? Know more than what they believe. You know more than what you believe. You're trying to set knowledge on a soft core. And that knowledge will change what it is that is true. It will change it in your mind. You'll have those, is God real, really real moments. 
Is he really real? Is what I'm believing really true? Was Jesus really the son of God? Is Jesus Osiris? Because knowledge has increased. Daniel 12 and 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words. This is after he had given Daniel the prophecies. God is telling him, shut up the words and seal the book. Even to the time of the end. So that's telling us now that we're just now being able to understand prophecies of Daniel that were shut up until this time, the time of the end. But then he said, many shall do what? Run to and fro. Waver. Many shall waver in their doctrine and their belief. Running to and fro and knowledge shall be what? increased there is nothing wrong with wanting to know more about God the problem comes when we desire to know more than we truly understand and believe YouTube how you doing brother I'm doing good what you watch oh I'm watching this YouTube video on the aliens that came down and all day all day just that's all you watching it's like, well, when are you going to read the Bible? Well, they're talking about the Bible in this. Our core belief has to equal God's core truth or our knowledge is in vain. Yeah. Our logic, let me break it down in your, so you can understand. Our logic has to equal God's logic. God's logic is his logos. His logos is his word. So our logic has to equal God's logic or it's in vain. God didn't put us here to impress people by how smart we are and the fancy names we have for our children. No, our knowledge has to equal God's knowledge or it's in vain. God didn't care about how smart you are and what you know. It's the foolishness of preaching that win people anyway. It's when you are subtracted from the equation when the gospel is effective. Amen. Oh, I get emailed every week. Brother, I would listen to you, but you don't sound intelligent. But yeah, I, I, brother, you use the word ain't too much. I had a lady tell me that. She's like, I, I mean, I would really, really follow your ministry if you just didn't keep saying ain't. Can you, can you stop saying ain't? I said, man, I'm from Texas. That's the way we talk down here. Can I be me? I don't have a sexy preacher voice where that I morph into when the microphone hits my hand and all of a sudden, ooh, <laughs> see God. And why they got a smile after every word? God said. I talk the same all the time. Is that a problem? Our core belief has to equal God's core truth. Or our knowledge is what? In vain. Proverbs 1 and 7. The fear of the Lord is the what? <laughs> okay. The beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord, right? Fear of the Lord is, is saying the fear of his commandments, his doctrine, his statutes, basically obeying him for fear of not. That's the beginning of knowledge. Okay, so if you want to get smart, you got to first start doing what God says. That's the beginning of getting knowledge from God. But fools despise what? Wisdom. 
and instruction. So you're going to learn about God and not submit to him? You're going to learn about God and don't want to have nothing to do with him? Amen. Folk got to make you come to church. Make you, 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 you can't read your Bible. No, oh, pastor, during the week, we need to have a Bible study. Have one. Have one. They don't want to have one at home. Because if I'm at home, I'm not going to do it. You know why you won't do it when you're at home? Because you don't want to do it. The folks, tell, they make up all kinds of excuses. Well, Pastor, I'll be there this Sunday. Well, I can't go be there this Sunday. And then the next Sunday, I'm not going to be there. And then, and then now the, the following Sunday after that, I'm probably going to be there. But some things keep coming up. I'm like, brother, will you just quit playing? You don't want to come to church. Folks, look, look at somebody and say, folks, do what they want to. You better believe that. You better believe that. Folks do what they want. They go where they want to go. They buy what they want. Well, they buy what they want to buy. Pinching off a penny for the Lord and putting it, it's all I have. Let the right clothes go on sale that week. You will be in there, in the house. Folks buy what they want to. They do what they want to do. You don't want to come to church because you're shady. That's the problem. You like that in every, every facet of your life. That's the way you are. You're just whack. Can't keep your word for nothing. Why join a church and don't show up? You are so whack. Ugh. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. The enemy knew God's word. And yet he used God's words to tempt Eve in the garden. So this tells you right there, knowledge don't mean anything. Devil had the knowledge. And he offered it to Eve. Mankind chose knowledge over their core belief. And this caused the fall. Genesis 3 and 5. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and ye shall be like God's. Knowing good and evil. You're going to get the knowledge. But they got the knowledge without God. Soft core. And it messed mankind up forever. And I promise you it'll mess you up too. Getting knowledge without strengthening your core. Fall. Look at somebody say fall in love with the word. Fall in love with the word. If you don't have a desire to read and thumb through the pages of the word. You need to pray for that desire. You need to say, God, what is it about me that's making me allergic to the Bible? Why do I want to watch it on YouTube and hear preachers and the truth behind this and the Illuminati exposed and the space aliens that are hidden and sit next to me looking and turning into a, a reptile every time I turn around and, and all the hidden secrets of Solomon and the temples. and the, Why am I desiring all of that? And I can't pick a Bible up. And folks be looking up this stuff and getting scared. I get emails, brother, I'm just troubled. What you troubled about? Well, the, I was watching the ancient aliens the other day and these, these lizards was driving this spaceship. <laughs> they on their way back from Nabiru and it's going to crash into earth. And I'm, I'm just a little troubled about this crash. It's like, dude, sell your TV. And cancel cable. 
and you won't see the ancient aliens. You scared by something you paying extra for? <laughs> Be different if it was free and the, and the lizard knocked on the front door and told you the story. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> then you have a right to be a little, little, little troubled. Dude, you turned on the TV, selected the channel, and got scared. <laughs> Man, now they're now they saying some more comments, some comments and asteroids. Y'all know they're coming. So by the end of April, all will be lost. Oh, yeah, there's folks in here will take vacation and leave town. They just waiting on them to give them the coordinates. <laughs> Last time this happened, folks left town. Folks at eight adamant believers got out of Texas because an asteroid was going to hit. And right now, they don't have the coordinates yet. They don't know, you know, it takes NASA, it takes those signs, because them dude's smart now. So it takes them a while to calculate exactly where it's going to hit. But it's supposed to, it's, they're hoping that it just brushes by Earth, but they say some of it might hit some parts of Earth. So now they're waiting. And these old YouTube folks that are being pastored by YouTube, they, they're ready to book. They got Expedia.com pulled up right now. Wait for the coordinates so they can get out of here. Can I keep preaching in here? Too much knowledge. It's just too much. It's too much knowledge. Departure. The Bible also warns that the days will come when the word of God will not be available. Y'all, we are in that time now. Trying to find a sound preacher preaching sound doctrine. You know how hard that is? Many take this to mean that Bibles will be outlawed or non-existent. They say they're going to do away with Bibles and all that. I don't really get into that. And I know overseas, maybe there are some places like that. But here in America, whatever. I mean, most of it's digital anyway. So I just don't think that's going to happen. It may. I don't know. That's why I said, but it could also mean. That man's departure from the truth of the word could cause the word to be lost as well. So the word is being lost. People that was been saved for years. The word is lost. Amos 8 and 11. Behold, the days come, saith the days coming, saith the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And God, when he says, I will send, he says, I will send strong delusion that people may believe a lie. I will send a famine where the word won't be there. All this, all that. God is taking ownership of what's going on because he's God of everything. But it's really the people that's doing this. You, I hope y'all understood what I just said. It's happening under his watch. So he takes credit for it because he made everything ultimately. But it's the people that are causing the word to be scarce. It's the people that are departing from the faith. It's the people that are causing the strong delusion and causing people to believe a lie. So basically God is saying, the time is coming where I'm just going to allow it. And I'm not going to interfere with what man wants to do. We are living in a time where instead of men testing spirits with God's word, they are beginning to test God's word with their own spirit. 
you testing God's word with your spirit. What feels good to, well, you know, I don't think he meant that. Uh, suffer not a woman to teach, nor a serp authority, old man. Well, you know, I, I mean, you know, that was back in Paul's day. See what the women were doing. They were giggling in church. And God said they need to be silent. Giggling in church. I've heard somebody tell me that. See, they were behind this curtain and there was a lot of giggling going on behind the curtain. <laughs> women was giggling and stuff. And so Paul said they should be in silence. And he basically was just telling them, y'all quit, y'all quit giggling behind the curtain. It's like, dude, you done read a whole lot in that scripture that, I mean, I just don't see. He ain't made one sentence, 18. Paul meant what he said. There's a man present, the man should be the leader. That's all he said. There's a man present, he needs to be the leader. If there's no man present, then the woman can lead to other women. If there's a man in there, the woman can't assert authority over him. Abe? He wrote, What? Don't you be scared of your woman. That's the truth. Heroes. No, I mean, he rose. He rose from the dead. He, he rose on Sunday. Sunday morning. He rose. That's what you're going to say in the car on the way home. See, he rose. He rose. You, know, you misunderstood. Romans 1 and 28, who changed the truth of God into a lie? Worship and serve the creature more than the creator. That's what they're doing right now. Changing the truth of God into a lie. Men are starting to place their desires and goals above God's truth. When God's truth interferes with their desires and plans, they make the word of God fit them instead of change them. That's what you do when you have a soft core. You'll make the word of God fit you. You'll look for a church that'll allow what you want going on. You like the club, you look for a church where everybody got a hand stamp. When God's <laughs> truth interferes with their desires and plans, they make the word of God to fit them instead of change them. Second Corinthians 4 and 3. But having, and this is one of my favorite scriptures, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Listen to this. Not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God, how? Deceitfully. That means you don't take the word of God and use it deceitfully as an occasion to prosper or an occasion to boost your resolve or an occasion to be famous. You don't take the word of God and do that. We don't handle the word deceitfully. Amen? We don't walk in craftiness, looking for ways to deceive people. But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to what? Every man's conscience in the sight of God. That means I can look at you and know that I have taught you correctly. I didn't mislead you for some gain. I didn't mislead you for a reason to boost myself. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And this is the one right now, denying him. This is what, for, oh, oh. The departure from the faith is escalating as men are constantly avoiding God's labels and stamps in order to have greater gain 
and be approved by the world. One of the, one of the I guess one of the uh, greatest reasons why, and one of the most exciting reasons for me for the Christian rap CD is because so many rappers have, have pushed the label Christian away. They don't want to be called Christian because Christian stops them from getting in the cipher with the secular rappers. They want to be in cahoots with the world. So they don't want to be a Christian. They want to be a rapper. I'm a rapper that just happy. Yeah, you got to put that first. I'm a rapper that just happens to be a Christian. Yeah. And that's what Kurt Frank is. I'm, I'm an artist that just happens to be a Christian. No, you're a Christian first. But that's denying him. Denial. So they can be approved of. Now, here's my thing. So you think the world going to look at you any better because you just denied what you are? You still a Christian? If they have a problem with you being a Christian rapper, they have a problem with you being a Christian. So how are you going to appeal to the world by dissing Christ? Matthew 10 and 33. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my father, which is in heaven. That means you're going to go before judgment and you're going to try. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Here I go. Peter going to slap your butt. You must have forgot. Remember? You need to go with the rappers. The Christians coming here, the ones that said it first. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him also will I deny before my father. Christians are choosing to separate themselves from God's standard. Many are embracing the world and seeking the world's accolades while hiding the truth of the word. So they will not cause conviction and be outcast. So they can fit in to hiding the word. Or they'll sit at the Grammys, they'll get up. I mean, somebody will bring Satan to the Grammys with them. He can sit in the audience, go up and get an award. Set the stage on fire and them Christians will sit in there and clap. They could be rapping about all the devil stuff and singing satanic rituals going on. And those so-called Christian artists will sit in there and applaud, waiting on their chance to get on stage. And then when they get on stage, they ain't going to say nothing different than what the, the, the dude that worships the devil said. He thanked God. Luke 11 and 33. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, put it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick that they which come in may what? So if you're a Christian, you don't hide the light. The great falling away is comprised of men that claim to be Christian, but do not want their Christianity to interfere, interfere with their worldly success and promotion. This type of person has a corrupt core and is antichrist according to God's what? Corrupt core. Corrupt core. They're denying Christ. You hear them all the time now. Well, I don't want to be known as a Christian this. I don't want to be known only as a Christian. I want to be not. Why are you even saying that? Why you don't want to be known as a Christian? Why don't you want God's label? 
Why don't, why don't you want to carry the name of the one that died for you? Gave his life for you. Why can't that be most important to you? Why is that second to what you want to do? First John 2 and 22. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is antichrist that denieth the father and the son. And people read this and they think it's saying that you don't believe in Christ. No, you're just denying that Jesus is the Christ. Lord of your life. He's not Christ of your life. You're denying it. That's antichrist. You're selling Christianity short and you're misrepresenting who he is because of your own agenda. Summary, the core of every believer is what drives them to stand for God. This is where our spiritual fortitude resides. When our core is strong, we will stand for Christ no matter what. However, when our core is weak, we will deny Christ when we feel it makes our way too hard. There are millions of believers all over the world that are being killed for the faith. There are many that have to hide their Bibles and worship God in secret to stay alive. There are many that face guns, swords, and peril just to whisper the name of Jesus. And yet in our celebrity fashion culture, there are those that want to separate what they do for a living from what the Bible says. They want to be normal in the eyes of the world and Christian in God's eyes. They want to change what they are called, how they fit in, and who gets the credit for their accomplishments. They are denying Christ by holding on to their own will. This is the great falling away. We must continue to strengthen our core so that we do not compromise in this hour. This is the end, and this hour requires us to be stronger than ever before. This is no time for self-promotion or self-indulgence. This is the time where the word of God is scarce and people are running to and fro looking for answers. We must be able to stand strong and be examples of God's truth in every way. Our lives and the lives of many are depending on it. Romans 1 and 15. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are of that are at Rome also. For I am what? Hmm. I am not ashamed. It's hard for me to read this. Every time I read this, it's hard. Because we're talking about a time when everybody wants you ashamed. Call me something else instead of associating me with Christ. Preach the gospel this way so it don't offend anybody. Like Joel Osteen said, people already feel bad enough. I don't want to make them feel any worse, so I just preach happy things. But Paul said, a man facing a chopping block, says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is what? The power of God unto salvation to everyone that what? Believe it. 
to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God. What? From faith. Therein. Therein what? Therein the gospel is the, is the righteousness of God. And it's revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by what? You're not justified without faith. So you're not justified without the gospel. So if you're ashamed of the gospel, you're not justified. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and, and the unrighteousness of men, comma, who? Look, he talk, he's talking about a specific person, specific people. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, comma, who hold the truth in what? The people that use the gospel the wrong way. The people that are ashamed of it, the people that don't use it to save souls, the people that uses it for their own gain, they hold God's truth in unrighteousness. And unrighteousness is not right. Amen? Everyone stand to your feet. I don't even understand how folks play around with this. He said, if you're ashamed of him, he's going to be ashamed of you. So Paul made sure he said, before my journey's over, I want everybody to know I am not ashamed. Call me a Christian. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.